Good evening, motivators. Just escaping from my uh, children's Sabbath and Harleysville swim meet. Things are fucking like five five hours long. Love them. They did well. Okay, they did well. Took a couple first and second placers. Proud to see them out there. But you can't see shit. Okay, sitting in a little friggin' uh, fold-out chair in the middle of grass trying to find, trying to make sense of where my children are with everyone wearing a swim cap and a friggin' blue bathing suit. It's tough, man. And I don't care to elbow my way in there and, you know, stick my eyeballs through the fence. I, I was able to see him a few times, but it's, you understand what I'm saying? It's pain in the ass. And it's 9.15 on a weeknight. Let's go, man. I'm freaking old. I want to go home and sit on the couch with my dogs. So, um, hey, listen, I got a cool story for you, I think. you'll it's Just a, a short one. Uh, my dad told me it last week. I want to commit it to uh, you know, the record here because it's important. It needs to be, needs to be told. So somehow we were talking about the old neighborhood in New Jersey, right? My parents live in the upstate New York now. So, uh, but we grew up, I was born and raised in the Jersey Shore, Ocean County. So my dad, as I said, disclosed in a previous podcast, he worked for Jersey Central Power and Light as a lineman. He's got great many stories about that and met a lot of crazy characters over the years. He, he was one, I believe. So, he's telling me a story about this guy named Jesus Johnny. They call him Jesus Johnny. Now, the word had it, unfortunately, Jesus Johnny had a checkered past. Maybe he was a, a, a war veteran or you know, Vietnam, let's say. All right, and he had come back broken from the war, had a drug problem really bad, cleaned himself up from that, and next thing you know, he's drinking. Well, they, you knew Jesus Johnny. Uh, that was his next poison, his booze. So my dad would see him in and out of the, the spirit shop. So you knew it was Jesus Johnny because he was all hippied out, big, long, gray, salt and pepper beard, uh, flip-flops, or what my dad called shower shoes, tie-dye shirts and stuff, and he was just out there, you know, a big, a personality um, in town. You know, aren't those people interesting, these personalities about town, talking about that individual who stands on the median and dances, for instance, or that person you always see um, that you're um, in your town walking. We got uh, an individual in my town that I my office is in called the Lansdale Walker. I, we call her that. Most people just know her as, just matter-of-factly, the Lansdale Walker because she friggin' hauls ass, and she seems to take a similar route every ta- time, maybe like a three- to five-mile loop, who knows, maybe longer, and the word has it she's walking for a cause, but it's one of those Forrest Gumpian sort of things where this phenomenon is peculiar. I mean, you can walk out, I can walk out in front of my office and just to go get something from the car real quick between patients, and I will see the Lansdale Walker pass down my road. It's like, holy shit, man. Um, So characters in your town, think about that. Every, some 
vivid images should come to mind, or you're not paying friggin' attention. So Jesus Johnny was one of those people. And he was all tie-dyed out, hippied out, and very eccentric. He drove an old, beat-up Nova that was flower-power painted that said Jesus Johnny on the side. So you'd run into him all the time. Like I said, my dad would catch him going in and out of the spirit shop. And, of course, my dad was in there, too. So shame on him, right? Liquor story. Find some real characters in there. Some real people suffering, which is a subject of another story we could certainly cover. But uh, Jesus Johnny was friggin' out there, right? So my dad walks into the liquor store with a friend of ours, okay? And the guy was... uh, he was a United States Marine. He was a, he was in the Marine Corps. He's dressed up in his outfit, like his dress blues, and they walk in there together. And they're, you know, freaking going to go to the freaking the ice uh, the freezer and grab their beer or whatever. And Jesus Johnny's in there, and he says to this Marine, who was like kind of a dickwad, you know, like a real... Um, character in his own right with a chip on his shoulder so they were in there together and they see Jesus Johnny and Jesus Johnny says hey there soldier boy and the marine says I'm not a soldier boy I'm a United States marine like kind of high and mighty friggin bullshit and uh, Jesus Johnny goes well excuse me <laughs> hey, you got to know some of the characters, some of these characters that I'm telling the stories about to appreciate or just imagine them. But yeah, we all know people in our lives like this, Jesus friggin' Johnny. Um, <laughs> horrible. I remember a guy in my town growing up. Uh, there was a dude uh, who there was yeah he was had some impairments had some impediments in life, but he would ride a bike, and he would always picking up recyclables, and I guess maybe this is at a time when uh, they give you five cents for a can or a bottle or something, so the guy, he couldn't drive, so he would ride his bike, and he had baskets all over, and he would friggin' cruise around town picking up stuff, and had a, uh, had a cardboard sign on the bike that said, Danny's Recycling. And he was nice to pretty much everybody. He was a harmless enough guy. He was a grown man. And the kids would see him around and they'd friggin' taunt him. Right? So they would, uh, they would, there was a legend that was, that had it. You would say, if you said, Danny had no power, Danny has no power, scream it. Danny has no power! And you better friggin' run. Alright? Because Danny and Danny's Recycling was going to freaking chase your ass down, and who knows what he was going to do when he, when he, if he caught you, right? I honestly don't know anybody who got caught by Danny, because, um, you're so damn scared, <laughs> freaking kill you or something, who knows? Grown man riding a bike with recyclables clanking in there, Danny has no power, and he would ride the bike, and he would make noises like, <laughs> when we got pissed off, you know, you have these nervous, these ticks and stuff, it was really kind of unfortunate, but cruel kids back on the block. Danny has no power. A buddy one time, he's riding a, um, he was on his, on his skateboard. 
and he saw they, they were cutting across this uh, the back of the school, and Danny was mowing the lawn on a rider mower. And they're like, Danny has no power! And he friggin' tore after him, chased him down with a rider mower, almost caught their asses. So there's one. Um, let's see. Somebody else I had in mind there. What other characters around town on there? Oh, down in Jacksonville, North Carolina, my buddy buddy brought to my attention. There's a dude, he goes by Radio, the, the name Radio, uh, otherwise known as the Jacksonville Ninja. Now, it's important to note that Jacksonville, North Carolina is the home to Camp Lejeune, Marine Corps Base. So there's a bunch of young, dumb, and full of calm idiots driving around with friggin' entirely too much testosterone, just looking for trouble. So this poor guy, he's a dark green, black gentleman there, he's real thin, looks like a black Bruce Lee, stands on the median, and he just practices Tai Chi, and every once in a while he'll throw a kick or a punch or something, and he just friggin' stands there with his shirt off. He'll do handstands, and he's actually quite impressive, but he don't give a shit. These people are interesting. They just uh, maybe they want a little attention, or maybe they're just doing it. They do it every day, right? Like it's their job. You ever notice people like that? You know, I was talking to somebody in the office today about such a character that I met in East Norton, Pennsylvania, and the guy—he's part of my story that I call 83 cents. Okay, one, once upon a time, the guy, I'm going to this restaurant, and the guy says, hey, man, all I need is 83 cents. He's panhandling me when I have um, my son in a baby carrier, baby carrier or whatever, and I'm walking into this restaurant. Man, all I need is 83 cents. And then later, during the same meal, we were, my wife was flipping out because we forgot my son's uh, baby food. So I had to rush out and find a uh, supermarket to get baby food. So I go across the friggin' street to ShopRite, and right at the entrance to ShopRite is 83 cents. So I told a buddy about this story, and she said, This isn't the guy that dresses up as Michael Jackson and dances. Yeah, look him up on YouTube. He's, they call him the 202 Michael Jackson or something. Just funny as shit, man. These are interesting people out there. Who knows? Maybe someday we'll be these interesting folks. Maybe somebody's talking shit about us. Um, I find them extremely interesting and appealing. But Danny has no power. Friggin', there was a guy in my hometown, they called him, and it's friggin' horrible, man. They called him Moonhead, all right, because he had this gigantic head, and he would walk along the roads, and he always had his head kind of canted to the side, and he probably had some very serious medical condition, and here, once again, little bastard kids having fun at somebody's expense. It was different than us, but they called him Moonhead. You'd see him walking, friggin', hey, there's Moonhead. Um, in the town where I work, once again, Lansdale. I got a guy, he's got a little skinny guy with a mustache and glasses. He walks down, down the sidewalk, and he's got a book, like, right in front of his face. I mean, he's holding it out right in front of his eyes. And he'll just walk and read like that. 
And there's another dude named, they call Dirty Harry, who's clearly destitute. Um, But, you know, he dresses in these old tattered clothes. And he walks around. Another dude, they call Michael Jackson. He's really thin. He rides a bike. He helps people with odd jobs. Um, So he's, he's worth taking a look at. Lansdale Walker. Man, there's, there's some good ones, you know? You have to be on the lookout for things. But I thought that Jesus Johnny was a was a good one, particularly uh, considering the um, the character that he had the altercation with, this real serious uh, military type, and he's like... I'm a United States Marine. I'm no soldier boy. Well, excuse me. I'll end with this one. A character from my life. Okay, there's this guy. Back when I was in the Corps. It's like 4.30 on a Friday. Our platoon sergeant pulls us into the quad. This grassy area in front of our barracks. Says, hey, second platoon. We're going to freaking cut you loose on Libo. Hey, I just want to introduce the newest member of the platoon. I want you to welcome Private Denny Marchbanks. Real name, okay? I hope you're well, Denny. No offense. This is real shit that happened. So, um, here's this guy. I thought he looked like a little Ross Perot type. And he had a, he was a little skinny white guy, a little Ross Perot type. And he is kind of like smiling, hey everybody, how you doing, second platoon, and we're all friggin' gruff, just ready to cut us loose on friggin' liberty, right, on our time off, on our weekend, essentially, Danny Marchbanks, he goes, and the platoon sergeant, real friggin' uh, rough around the edges dude, but awesome at the same time, and a character like you've never, you couldn't even imagine, I'll tell you some stories about him, he says, this is Tom Forsman, Staff Sergeant Forsman, a.k.a. Rookie, a.k.a. the Purple Diamond Cutter, or H.E. Forsman. H.E. stands for High Explosive. Legend had it. One time he was sitting on a listening post, observation post, listening post, otherwise known as an LPOP, where you're pushed out several hundred meters, just you and maybe another individual, and a field phone, some sort of communication means... And if the enemy should come in to try to probe the defensive position, imagine like a circle with all these, kind of like circling the wagons, you would give a look, give the alarm, right? So Forsman's out there um, on LPOP, and he's got a M16 with an M203 grenade launcher on it. And he, he stuck his Peter, freaking young, horny guys, right? Crazy bastards. Stuck his his. Peter, or what he called his girthage, or his purple diamond cutter, inside this 40 millimeter, um, that's like a, uh, like a energy drink can, <laughs> stuck his Peter in that, this frickin' the chamber of this 40 mil or this 40 millimeter grenade launcher, and he said it fit, like, really well, so after that they called him H.E. Forsman, for high explosive Forsman. He's friggin' crude. He says, Second platoon, I want you to meet the newest member of our platoon, Private Denny Marchbanks. 
yeah, 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 yeah. This little Brospro guy. Yeah, 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 company march back. Yeah, yeah. He goes, now he wants to be known. He he, he likes, the, goes by the handle, Scarface. Yeah, yeah, company Scarface. He goes, can you see he's got that scar? He like traces the guy, chases, traces the scar under his eye down to his jawline. Yeah, call me Scarface. Yeah, yeah. Forsman goes, he wants to be called Scarface, but in my opinion, and I hope you'll agree, I think Bent Head is more appropriate. While the entire freaking platoon just rolled, you know, just cackled and rolled and nothing is freaking sacred in the United States Marine Corps infantry. And I don't think we'd have it any other way. Um, just tear each other apart, you know? It's a incredible, incredibly powerful and cruel pecking order, but it's really stripped-down way of life that I miss very much. Benthead. <laughs> Listen, man, you got to be on the lookout for these characters about town. Uh, I'd love to hear about some of the more interesting folks in, in your life and some of the folks you see around because, um, you know, they make this world an interesting place. You know, each of us are unique, and maybe someday we'll wind up standing on the median friggin' doing a dance or playing. Maybe I'll be standing on the median playing my friggin' ukulele just for shits and giggles, you know? Stay motivated. Have a good night. Huh!